Back on September 10th, 1988, Billboard launched the Modern Rock Radio Chart. Reach out, featuring the top 30 songs receiving airplay on alternative radio. On September 10th, 1994, that chart expanded to 40 songs. In 2009, they renamed the chart Alternative. Join me, DJ BK, as we recount all of the classic songs that topped the Alternative chart. Well, a wonderful day for a midlife crisis. More on that in a bit. This episode finds us at the week of August 8th, 1992. And if you were headed to the cinema that week, you were probably seeing the Clint Eastwood produced and directed Unforgiven as it was atop the box office. Outlaws were heroes. Well, I thought that you were dead. Hell, I even thought I was dead. Till I found out it was just in Nebraska. The number one song on the Billboard Hot 100. This used to be my playground. This used to be my childhood dream. Yes, Madonna with This Used to Be My Playground. And it's incredibly ironic that Madonna is the number one song on the Billboard chart this week. So let's get into the episode and find out why I say that. Going to number one for only a single week on the week of August 8th, 1992 was Faith No More with Midlife Crisis. Crisis was the lead single from the group's fourth album, Angel Dust, which was released on June 8th, 1992. And this would become Faith No More's only single to ever reach the top of any chart. It also went to number 32 on the mainstream rock chart and number 10 on the UK singles chart. has several genre quirks and one could describe it as alternative metal. It also has elements of progressive rock a la something like Genesis and even some hip hop sprinkled in to the mix. think that a song with the title Midlife Crisis would be just, uh, you know, about that, a midlife crisis. But vocalist and lyricist Mike Patton is emphatic that the song is not about a personal 
midlife crisis. Patton said in an interview, it's more about creating false emotion, being emotional, dwelling on your emotions, and in a sense, inventing them. Madonna element that I alluded to off the top. Well, Patton went on to say that the song is based on a lot of observation and a lot of speculation, but in a sort of pointed way, it's kind of about Madonna. I think it was a particular time where I was being bombarded with her image on TV and in magazines, and her whole shtick kind of speaks to me in that way. It's like going through some sort of problem. It seems she's getting a bit desperate. Yikes. The band even went as far as to initially title the track Madonna during production, and they often write it as such on their concert set lists. Noticeable samples in the production of this song, for example, the opening percussion. Yeah, that part there, is a sample from Simon and Garfunkel and the track Cecilia. Then there's this little noise here. That's from the Beastie Boys 1989 track Car Thief. been several covers of this song, but one of the most prominent was from Disturbed, who initially did the track as a B-side. There's two specific releases of this track, the original single with the scream mix of Midlife Crisis and these interestingly titled B-sides, including, and I quote, Jizz Lobber, Crack Hitler, and Midnight Cowboy. Now the Australian single release uh, as well uh, featured the original Midlife Crisis with Jizz Lobber be a quality track and a re-recording of As the Worm Turns. Now you can check out Midlife Crisis and Jizzlobber if you want really. Wherever it is that you get your music streaming online or you can purchase a physical copy because that's always great too and be sure to check me out on twitter you can't purchase a physical copy of me i guarantee you that i am at dj bk retro and tune in again next time for the next song to go number one on the modern rock chart yeah, I'm on there.